Hello. This is Mary Christopher, and this is our weekly Sunday meditation podcast. And I trust that you had a good week and that you've done something that you love to do um, and something fun. Uh, We did something fun yesterday. We went to the Gwinnett County Fair. Hadn't been to a fair in a long time. And uh, we went, and the first place we went were the exhibition barns, and uh, we saw goats, had some lovely conversations with goats, and we watched uh, the judging of some of the it, the young people's uh, categories of goats. So that that was interesting. I I don't know enough about goats to be able to tell what the judges were looking for because all the little goats looked pretty good. Um, and of course, the kids are learning how to handle them and take care of them. So. That's a great thing. And then we went into another barn. And these are like big open, you know, they're covered, but they're exhibit areas. And there was uh, uh, the cattle. Some of the cattle were there. And we talked to a gentleman who had about 30 cattle there. And they were scimitol cattle. I'm not really familiar with them. I'm much more familiar with um, Charbray cattle and Angus and Herefords and uh, Guernseys and Jerseys. Um, the, the last two are primarily milk cows and the others are beef cows. But anyway, we, um, we had a lovely visit with the man who owned a farm in uh, up in North Georgia, and he raises Simital cattle. Um, had some beautiful, beautiful cattle, well taken care of. So that was I haven't had been able to talk to a cattle person in a long time. So, in case you're wondering why this. Would, was fun for me is because I grew up with horses and cattle and chickens and no goats, didn't grow up with any goats um, and no pigs, didn't grow up with pigs but I grew up with horses and uh, cattle and chickens we had uh, farm raised eggs before that was like a big deal, right? So, anyway, my son and I went, and we had had a really great time. And the thing about talking to people who uh, farm or ranch is that uh, they're usually functioning or living at a slower pace. So... You can have like extended conversations with pauses where people 
think about what they want to say or um, I've just noticed that around people who farm or garden or you know raise livestock um, breeders of any kind you can usually have these extended like if they have the time you can have extended conversations and I just I thought that was great just love that of course there are all kinds of gardeners um, and then we went to another exhibit area um, and they didn't have as many I, th I thought they'd have more home gardening stuff they had the prize you know okra and um, uh, peppers they had ghost peppers which you want to avoid at all costs they are so hot um, I've never had a ghost pepper and hopefully I never will they really are I, I don't even try to eat habaneros so anyway we saw all the blue and red and white ribbon winners in the vegetable department and and then they had a really good exhibit of uh, wool like freshly sheared wool from sheep and you could feel you could put your hands in it and feel it and the really neat thing about uh, wool like you know being able to put your fingers in there and feel the texture of it and everything is there's a lot of lanolin in wool that's where lanolin comes from and uh, it softens your hands it's like it gets you used to get used in a lot of hand creams and like that so made sure to get plenty of lanolin on my hands and then we talked to some folks who make organic jerky um, and they've really put tremendous effort into making this excellent jerky um, so I'll I'll put the names of these uh, places or people in the notes in case you're interested and then um, we talked to uh, some folks who raise bees and of course have honey and it's a family uh, business so their sons are learning how to be beekeepers and how to run a honey business and we bought some sourwood honey there so um, for me <laughs> that is fun <laughs> and we had a delightful delightful time so just so you know I'm I am doing something that I love to do and that's fun for me so I hope that this week you've been doing something fun something that is fun for you and delightful and enjoyable and maybe even creative okay um, and the reason one of the reasons for being more creative aside from it loosens us up a bit and um, it taps into resources being creative taps into resources 
that we don't always use. I mean, all problem solving can be a practice for being more creative. But it's not always that way because sometimes there's a lot of pressure or there's, you know, something going on that is not fun about it. So sometimes it takes a little bit of effort to turn problem solving into something creative. But it it always has that potential. So being creative also taps into our ability to come up with solutions to situations or problems that um, make the situation better for everyone involved. And that's that's important and one of the reasons that it's important right now is because the rate of change in the world is technically off the chart absolutely off the chart so that means that our the pressure on human beings and the whole world like all all the creation that we live within, the pressure to adapt is just off the chart. And and it's stressful. That means that it's stressful, okay? So here's here's what I'm getting at. We've got a worldwide pandemic. We have more people living in refugee camps now than it as far as we know than at any time in the history of the world and we have hurricanes that are gigantic and tornadoes that are a mile and a quarter across and um, flooding and fires and um, and then all the uh, political polarization oh please please I mean at a time when we need to get to learn better how to get along with each other we seem to be getting worse at it so all the more reason to be creative okay I made my point I think so the other thing that I wanted to just touch on um, and we've talked about this a little bit in class um, is the difficulty that humans have with lethargy and it's something that happens to all of us at different times I mean it can happen because we're just too tired or we're overwhelmed or we're just way too stressed and and or we feel like we're not making any headway. We're not, you know, making headway with our problems or um, whatever's up. And, I mean, it can be a physical thing. It can be an emotional thing. It can be a financial thing. It can be all kinds of things. But if we feel like we're not making headway, that we're not making any progress, 
we often begin to feel lethargic. And when we feel that, number one, it's good to know that that's what it is. It's not the flu. I mean, it could be the flu. And hopefully it's not the, the COVID thing. But it could be that your lymphatic system is just a little overwhelmed and you do need some rest and plenty of water and herbal tea and um, vitamin C, you know, just to give your system a break. But if you are feeling that lethargic thing where it's like you just feel like everything's pointless, okay, that that is a signal that... We need, when we feel that, we need to do something very specific to take care of ourselves. And for me, when I feel that, um, I have a whole uh, tool, toolkit of things that, that I can use. But often, I just get up and get outside. I get in the woods. Um, I get out into nature and I just let myself be like I do my best to get off my own case okay very important because one of the things that can disable us and throw us into lethargy is when we're too critical and too judgmental of ourselves and human beings, most of us are good at that, okay? Especially if we're trying to make a difference in the world. So during this week, watch out for lethargy. And if you catch it, hopefully you'll catch it early. And you'll reach into your, your bag of tricks or your toolbox and do what works for you. I mean, nature works for me. And it works for a lot of people. But I can't say that it's going to work for everybody. So do what works for you so you begin to gently, very gently move, like step yourself out of lethargy. Because it can be very uh, disabling. It's like, it's... Um, causes or creates broken circuits in our system and that's the last thing we need right now so I really hope your week went well we had a great great class on Wednesday good discussion and um, and I realized that our um, our Wednesday class has become like a mastermind group. And we didn't necessarily set out to do that. Um, but we've been meeting for several years, very consistently. And it's like we have, without formally thinking about it, we have created a mastermind group. And when, when you have a group like that, uh, when, it, when it functions in that way, it means that there's safety. There's emotional and spiritual safety there. And people can 
talk about personal things or whatever they're, you know, having to deal with. And um, almost every one of us in that group has had to deal with someone close to them passing away this year, like in the last six to eight months. So that has been the main, you know, one of the main things that we've been working with. And grief, grief and unattended sorrow are often a underlying cause of lethargy. So it's, it's good, good to pay attention to that. Um, and give yourself a break. I mean, grief is just a real bear to deal with because it, it has its own schedule. And we don't have that schedule, right? So um, I know in my case, uh, I, we were watching a movie um, and my mother passed away with cancer in the late... 1970s um, and the the woman in the it was a British movie and the woman in the movie reminded me in some ways of my mom and I had this twinge you know this twinge and this grief and sorrow just kind of welled up um, and it wasn't uh, at that point in the movie it wasn't particularly sad or anything um, but I recognized it pretty quickly, and I was like, ah, there it is. I love you, Mom. And I, I always, when I feel that, I've learned. I didn't always do this, but I have learned to tell my mom I love her. I don't know where you are, so wherever in creation you are, whatever you're up to, Mom, I love you, and I deeply appreciate everything you tried to do for me and all the love an effort that you poured into my life. And it helps with that grief. It helps with the sorrow. It helps with the sense of loss. So I've learned over time to do that. So I hope, I hope all this is helpful. There, there's just a lot to deal with right now. And as human beings, I think a lot of us feel very vulnerable. So those are hopefully some helpful ways to deal with it. And, as you know, I like to be in the woods when I meditate, partly because of all the fresh oxygen, right? Just breathe in freshly produced oxygen. And we need that. We need oxygen, good oxygen. Definitely. So if you feel like it, we can do a short little meditation. Get ourselves recentered. Get some good breaths. And it in regard to um breaths when when we're doing our meditations we 
one of the main ways that we get centered is by paying attention to our breath, just watching our breath. It's a very basic, very simple, very easy way to be centered or recenter ourselves. So there are two ways to work with our breath. One way is to breathe in through your nose and then breathe out through your nose and feel, just feel your breath moving in and out. And another option is to breathe in through your nose and breathe out gently through your mouth. And when we do that, we can often get a slightly larger exhale. So your choice, whatever you're comfortable with, and sometimes breathing in and out through my nose works well, and sometimes breathing in through my nose and out through my mouth works well. So, uh, find a spot where you're comfortable, inside or outside, wherever you are the most comfortable. I am comfortable in the woods. I don't worry about bugs or, um, and I'm not in the woods where there's a lot of wildlife, right? Um, I mean, there could be, but, um. But I'm very comfortable in the woods, so it's not a big deal for me. Um, but be, be where you're comfortable. Both physically and emotionally. And be somewhere where you can just relax. Like you want your body to, to be basically your spine to be basically straight but not in a stressful or tense way okay so whatever feels good to you and we'll do some breathing to get ourselves centered and then we'll do three or four minutes of just being very quiet and being with ourselves. Being, allowing ourselves to have a restful moment. Okay? So as you breathe in, following your breath all the way down into your solar plexus. You may feel your tummy expand as you breathe that deeply. And then as you breathe out, following your breath, the very bottom of your lungs, Allow yourself to relax as you exhale. And then as you breathe in, again, following your breath, 
follow it down into the very bottom of your lungs. And as you breathe out, breathing out very gently through your mouth or through your nose, allow yourself to relax a little bit more. And when you're comfortable with your breath, you're feeling centered and at ease with yourself, bring your awareness, your attention to your heart. And let yourself just rest right there, just for a few minutes.
you breathe in, following your breath, all the way in, down into your solar plexus. Be aware of how centered you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath, very gently out into the space all around you. Be aware of how at ease you are with yourself. As you breathe in, be aware of how centered and how calm you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath, when you're ready, gently open your eyes. Good work. That was solid four minutes of quiet. Very good. Even if it was a struggle for you, very good. You did it. You did it. You did it. You set the pattern. Good work. Have a wonderful week. Take really good care of yourself. And remember to do something that is fun for you or that you just love to do. Okay. Talk to you next week. And remember to breathe.